Ramona Shelton, Woody Page, Frank Isola, and the return of Marcel Louis Jacques. Show number two. Ooh, He's 1 0 all time veteran panel. Uh oh. Second show is I know what that means. Bryce Harper's at bat last night. What was up with that? And Alabama papers saying Alabama is an underdog. What is up with that? Let's go. The little engine that could, the Crimson Tide. <laughs> Second show is a lot different than the first show, Marcel. That point ticker gets stuck sometimes. I'll give you those points back now. The sale of the Washington football team. Here we go. Coming gradually, then suddenly, then gradually again. 6.05 billion is the reported number. Josh Harris now owns all or parts of Washington football, Philadelphia 76ers, New Jersey Devils, Crystal Palace, Joe Gibbs Racing. And the headline of the day, the NFL in Washington moves on from Daniel Snyder. What it means to Washington and what it means to the NFL. Around the horn to our NFL reporter, Marcel Louis-Jacques. Tony, I'm imagining like a Prince of Egypt type musical number going on in Washington right now. It's a joyous day okay. for this franchise and this team. Dan Snyder's tenure with Washington has been reprehensible at best. And it is a little cringeworthy that even his punishment is a $6, million or $6 billion payout. But, you know, narcissistic billionaires, their egos are a little bit fragile. I'm sure it's a little bruised knowing the NFL said – Take the $6 billion, just get out of our hair. It's like when your girlfriend doesn't even entertain arguments with you anymore. You know it's over, and it's over for Dan Snyder. <laughs> Frank Isola. I went to college in that part of the country, and believe it or not, I was kind of naive back then. I didn't realize the passion that the fans have for that team. It was amazing. But back then, you think about how much the brand has been damaged over the years just from everything that Marcel talked about. Then you look at the actual results. They have a five-game playoff losing streak. They haven't won a playoff game since 2005. This was the Joe Gibbs, Joe Theismann, Jay Schrader, Mark Rippon, Mark Mosley, the Hogs, Art Monk. Think about the tradition they've had and what's gone on there the last 25 years. Awful. Woody Page, your view of today from both the football team's perspective and maybe also the NFL's? Yeah, I want to start with the NFL. The NFL owners have got to be so happy starting with uh, Ursay in Indianapolis, who was picking on Snyder for the last six months, that they're happy he's out of the league. They're happy that all the drama in Washington's out of the league. They're happy that they've got a new owner that's like in Denver in the Waltons. They've got a new owner that's got the wherewithal. He's got the finances. He's got the background to actually turn the Washington Commanders back into a relevant team. And I think that's the most important part for the NFL when they have this society of their ownership, they want guys that they can hang out with, that they can be good with, that they can uh, you know, treat in the same manner they want to get treated. And they didn't feel that with Daniel Snyder. In, in regard to uh, the people in Washington, D.C., there should be dancing in the streets today. You finally got rid of the Wicked Witch, and you can move on and actually be a good franchise again. Ramona Shelburne. 
I mean, I think they're probably most happy about the $6.5 billion valuation of the franchise. Because when one team sells for that much, that's how much everyone else's valuations go up, too. Uh, look, as somebody who is, I seem to have covered a lot of these bad owners who are forced to sell. Okay, and You know, it reminds me a bit of when the Dodgers sold from Frank McCourt to the Guggenheim group. I mean, I, I feel like they pumped in center field. The, the grass came, the sun came out today, and there's new grass on the field. People in Los Angeles were just so happy to have new ownership after you have somebody who didn't really respect the brand and its importance in Los Angeles. And so I'm, I'm happy for the city of Washington. I'm happy for the football fans there because it's, it's a new day. And, and for Josh Harris, normally people who have that kind of portfolio want a higher profile. I'm interested to find out more about him because mm -hmm. he owns everything. He, I mean, it's a team in just about every major sport. It, it's true. Yeah. The idea that ownership changes, does that have a real effect on the field? We're talking about wins and losses this season, Frank Isola. Oh, I, I think it definitely does. It creates a more stable environment. And Ramona mentioned, look at the Clippers. Even though they were making the playoffs at times under Donald Sterling, just the whole mood of the franchise and the people that work there. And let's remember, too, them change of ownership could mean a new stadium because they built that stadium is awful that they plan. It's about a mile walk from the nearest subway station. That whole thing needed to change, and they were never going to agree to a stadium with Daniel Snyder owning that team. It's the news of the day. Washington football team sold. Josh Harris, the newest owner in the NFL. We'll move on. Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here's a headline. With Georgia on the rise, Alabama's dynasty is possibly over. Tuscaloosa News headline. <laughs> Alabama Nick Saban are no longer the hunted in the SEC, and that's fine with them. Mm. Now, ESPN Analytics, not exactly feeling the same way. Bama ahead of Georgia, but both behind Ohio State. But the shift in power, the Alabama papers are predicting. Dynasty over, no longer the hunter, or I should say no longer the hunted. Frank, could that possibly be the case? Yeah, but this is when you become spoiled. You, you say things like this. Okay, the results do tell you that Georgia has taken over. But I, every time I hear stories like this, I think of Bill Belichick. Everyone takes a perverse joy in New England struggling because it, it reflects poorly on Bill Belichick. I think the same thing with Nick Saban in Alabama. He's still a terrific coach. He develops players for the NFL. They recruit well. That is an absolute powerhouse. So be very careful. Thinking that Alabama is going to go bye-bye, I'm not. I'm not. But what was that. the word you used first? Your gut reaction was that it's spoiled. That that the Alabama papers have been spoiled by all the success. And I think they also they like the fact that they could tweak Nick Saban. So you know what he's doing in return? He says, "Yeah, when you look at our roster, we're missing critical players at impactful positions." He's now taking on the underdog role. You're going to let him do that? He's going to take it. Marcel Louis Jacques, it's SEC Media Day. This stuff happens, but. The headline that the dynasty is possibly over, you put any credence in that? No. When you look before these past two years, Bama went to six national title games in seven years, winning three of them. Uh, but not to take anything away from Georgia, I'm not going to say that this dynasty is over, but right. Georgia is 29-1 and one over the past two years. They haven't won or lost in the SEC since 2020. The rise of one kingdom does not necessarily signal the collapse of the other. I'm not ready to put a fork in Alabama, but let's also not get it twisted. Georgia has absolutely earned the right to be the hunted in college football this year. That's what, that's what happens when you go back to back. Woody Page, is it possibly over for Alabama, like uh, the, the local papers are saying? Absolutely not. Marcel, 
was talking about Georgia with back-to-back -back national championships. Number two recruiting class in the entire country. Well, guess who was number yeah, one? I know where, Alabama. I knew where you were going with yes. it. Yep. <laughs> I set it up, yes, for myself. But the point is, I think Saban's going to make the most of this. He's going to say, we're disrespected. He hasn't been able to say that for the entire time he's been at Alabama. Now you go, guys, they don't believe in us anymore. Here's our opportunity to go out and prove it once again. What did he do when he had the number one recruiting class? He also went into the portal and got the Notre Dame quarterback, and he also got the offensive coordinator from Notre yeah. Dame, Teams, a team that was in the playoffs last year. So he's just reloading. He's actually in a situation where he's got three quarterbacks that he can choose from to, to start the season or interchange them during the course of the season. If you look at their non-conference schedule, it's cupcakes as usual, except for Texas. And I think you're going to see a team that's going to be ranked in the top five to begin with. It's going to be ranked in the top four or five at the end of the year again. Mm -hmm. And Ramona Shelbert, is this just SEC Media Week talk or is there something here? <laughs> No, I think this is Media Week talk, and I think those headlines go straight into the inboxes of all the boosters receiving the NIL solicitation emails now saying we need to raise money so we can stay on top. I mean, that's, that's the new world we're in in college football. But to me, Alabama's dominance was over the course of a decade. And Georgia has had a great run here, but back-to-back -back national championships are great. Let Stetson Bennett's out here in L.A. I think he'll probably be starting for the Rams in week one after Matthew Stafford gets hurt or something. But it, <laughs> let's see what they do. The Next, once these, all these NFL players that they've sent the last couple of years are gone now. They have to reload. Real, real program dominance is over the course of a long time, not just the last few Marcel, years. Marcel, back to and this isn't even the first, like, pseudo-dynasty that Alabama has outlived. Let's yeah. not forget, Clemson went to four yeah, title games in five years. They yeah. won two of them. And what did Bama do? They came right back and started winning titles again. No, Nick Saban's So then I, I propose to you the idea that Nick Saban likes this. The media is in on it. Yes. And what are they giving Nick Saban? Well, they're giving him exactly what he asked for about this time last year. The rat poison that you <laughs> put out there this week. Total opposite. Was yummy. We'll be back by ourselves next. Rat poison. Yum. Yummy rat poison. Is there yummy. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. 
with a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. Yesterday, we asked where rock bottom was for the Yankees. Well, they're not there yet. Angels finishing off the sweep. It was 6-0 last night in the blink of an eye. Carlos Rodon wild and hit. And as he left the game, he blew a kiss to booing Yankee fans in Anaheim. Tommy Canely hit and then wild, destroyed a dugout appliance, gave it the full Goodfellas De Niro stomp there. Here's the deadline for the or headline for the Daily News, Gates of Hell, and the headline for the Post, Radon's Kiss, and here's Aaron Boone. You know we're not very good right now. We understand that, um, and and certainly this is a low point for us. The silver lining in it all is it is in front of us, and we control that. Frank, buy or sell the Yankees in any control here? Buy or sell it being in front of them. Uh, it, it's definitely a low point, and I do think that Rodon, when you th- think about the performance he's made, he's 0-3. His ERA is 7.36 in the three starts that he's made. And Mike McCarroll of the New York Post wrote exactly what I was thinking when I saw him kiss off the fans. Remember Jack McDowell many moons ago? He was supposed to be another savior pitcher as well. He actually flipped off the fans at Yankee Stadium. Rodon is under contract for five more years, and the fans on the road are getting to him? Oh, boy, that ain't the Bronx. Ramona Shelburne. No, that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, I know this is out in Anaheim, and I view everything through the Shohei Otani lens, okay, and and whether they're going to trade him before the deadline and all that, and they just got swept by the Angels. Maybe they're making the Angels think they're still in it. Yeah. But to me, that, like, <laughs> that was not I like good. the way you think with, there, Ramona. Ronan blowing kisses to the fans. Like, that, that, that is terrible in New York. You cannot come back from that with an organization that you just signed for. Oh, 50. you can come back. I'm- you can come back from it, right? You win a few games, you can come back from Woody Page. Uh, down, to, down to brass tacks here. Are the Yankees emerging as sellers here at the deadline? Because this year it's just not happening for them. No, they never do that. Even they will not try and go under the luxury tax. But mm-hmm. having watched them in three games in Denver against a lousy National League team here, uh, this team is going to go, how low can you go, Yankees? If you look at the statistics offensively and pitching, they're in the 20s in all the categories except home runs. And they're waiting for Godot, which means they're waiting for Aaron Judge to come back. That's not going to make a difference when you've got the fifth toughest schedule upcoming. They got to play Baltimore in the Rays. If they lose to them, they got no chance whatsoever. And Marcel, your view of the Yankees? Yeah, I mean, in Rodon's case, you can either be a jerk or you can be ineffective, but. You can't be both. You have to pick a struggle here, man. In terms of the Yankees, folks, where I think they're at right now, I think they're three and a half games out of the wild card with 65 games right, remaining. Right, they're in it, then. Okay. Back, like, it's not over. Yeah. It's just it's the Yankees, and we tend to dramatize their struggles. Rodon had beats, one but... reaction, which you don't love seeing. The other reaction from Kaylee, maybe you don't love seeing it, but at least he had passion for it. 
You, you need Martin Scorsese to take that shot, by the way. From the yes, needs to higher Scorsese to get underneath the kick, so you have a De Niro <laughs> kick right there. That's right out of Goodfellas. <laughs> the teams that are beating them this week, though, Woody said it, it's Colorado and the Angels. Their teams behind them, and the pitchers that are shutting them down all had ERAs in the fours and fives and sixes. We'll move oh, on. Thanks. Buy or sell two. Bryce Harper's at bat last night. We showed it to you at the top of the show. This is Holby Milner. He's a Tough-looking lefty, right? A sidewinder. And Harper doesn't even lift the bat up off his shoulder for most of these pitches. Not moving a muscle. He's said to be battling a cold, had a fever pregame. Didn't really take questions because he had no voice. He went one for three in his other at-bats in this game. Was back in the lineup for today's game. Manager Rob Thompson said Harper told him he had had a hard time picking up Milner in the past with that release point. Ramona, by herself. I mean, the only time I've ever seen anybody do that is when they have a hand injury. And I know how Bryce had something with his elbow. He had a Tommy John surgery on it. I was thinking, is, is he hurt? Like, why is he not doing that? And then it got to be a point where it was just baffling when he gets to be 3-2. I mean, at some point, the pitchers figured out you're not swinging. So he's going to just throw a strike. Now you're daring him. Is he just daring him to throw a strike, which he did? It was, a, it was a free out for a team that is in a pennant race here. Woody Page. Yes, I'm going to give him a break on this. He has had problems. He came back from the Tommy John surgery. They're talking about moving him to first base. He's only played in, what, about 60 games this year. I think he just took an off, uh, wanted bat off, as I'm going to take the rest of this question off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Marcel. 5,147 at-bats. Bryce Harper's got more stripes in the game than Woody Page's outfit today. I think we can give him a pass for taking one at-bat all right, so you're wait, wait, Here's a point for the joke. You're giving him an okay because he's had a long career. At least Woody did it with a with a good joke. I'll give one of your points back. There you go, Joe. I saw that. How about you? Yeah, here's the thing too. You're making your manager have to answer for you. Where is Bryce Harper to discuss what happened? And I think something's going on. Maybe he's injured. But why would you say I'm having trouble against this type of pitcher? If they make the playoffs late in the game, bring in that type of pitcher out of the bullpen, a lefty that can get him out. Why would he acknowledge that? That part of it was very strange. Buy or sell three. We're going to check in once again with Saquon Barkley. This is sound from last week, but I want to know how you hear it today now that the deadline is passed. My love is his. I can say F you to the Giants. I can say F you to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want to show you how, much, how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. I won't play it down. And that's a that's a that's a that's a play I can use. And like, am I willing? Am I prepared to take it to the level? I don't know. The Money Matters podcast again recorded last week, but posted today. Marcel Louis Jacques, how do you hear that? Look, I get it. If he feels backed into a corner and sitting out is the only way he can maintain an iota of power in this negotiation, but you're risking a lot here. You're risking losing the locker room if they fail to meet expectations. You're risking your relationship with the team, and you're wasting a year of your prime. You don't know that you're going to still be able to retain that form. Just ask Le'Veon Bell. Even he regrets sitting out in 2018. From Saquon, take the money and do your negotiation next year. Pray that you stay healthy, man. Frank Isola. You know, once upon a time, Lawrence Taylor was a holdout. I think Saquon Barkley is smart. Maybe he's going to miss week one. At some point, he'll get it done with the Giants. Remember, too, the Giants take care of their own. Saquon Barkley would be smart to keep that relationship with an organization like the Giants. Ramona Shelburne. 
I mean, reportedly, he's only about a, a couple million dollars away in the in the negotiations that they had. I mean, okay. if he sits out, don't you just lose that couple million dollars by not playing? I, I don't understand why we've gotten to this point when you're not that far away from a deal. And Woody Page. If you listen to him, he was asking questions. Do I do this to the Giants, to my teammates? Yeah. Do I come back? Imagine the questions he's asking himself in his own mind when he's not on camera. I think it's going to get settled. He's going to come back. He wants to be part of the improving team with the Giants. Lee Page and Marcel Louis-Jacques. Marcel, your second show. But you're right out. You're right there with the greatest of all time, Woody Page. They're both watching. <laughs> Ramona Shelbert, the Bright Guy Solon Showdown. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. The Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Ramona Shelburne, Frank Isola, good luck in showdown. World Cup opening day. The two hosts, Australia and New Zealand, winning. New Zealand, a bit of a shocker over Norway. And Australia over Ireland, biggest news there. Supernova star Sam Kerr didn't play. Says she hurt her calf in training this week. We'll sit out next game versus Nigeria. Hopes to be back before the third game of the group stage. Ramona, what's your takeaway from these first two results? I mean, I think it's New Zealand beating Norway. Wow, Norway's 12th in the world. Mm. They won a World Cup in 95. Mm. Like, that's a huge upset for the host nation. Right, Gaisola? Yeah, the host with the most. New Zealand had never won a World Cup match before than Australia without Sam Kerr who's one of the best players in the world. But give the girls in green a lot of credit. Ireland had never been in the World Cup before. They gave up a penalty kick. They were this close. Here's the problem, though. New Zealand's match started 3 in the morning Eastern time. Going to be a lot of people tired over the next month. Mm -hmm. That's early. <laughs>
U.S. plays 9 p.m. Friday night, Eastern. Like that. That's, that's the I one like great that. start we got. Yeah, <laughs> we'll move on. Arsenal 5, MLS All-Stars 0. It's the most lopsided result since the league has gone to the format where it's MLS All-Stars versus a European or Mexican club. A beatdown. Wayne Rooney didn't like the way the team prepared, thought the league's decision to do a light pregame practice on the National Mall in D.C. and lean into publicity was a bad decision. Frank, <laughs> what are you taking away? And is it embarrassing for league all-stars to lose 5-0? No, Arsenal's one of the best teams in the world, but I love Wayne Rooney's attitude. Here's a guy who is a legend in the Premier League at Manchester United. He doesn't want to lose to Arsenal 5 nothing, <laughs> but it's an all-star game, Wayne. Wayne, do yourself a favor. Never coach the NBA all-star game. You're, you're going to be very disappointed. Uh -huh. Ramona Shelburne. <laughs> Look, I, I think we're missing the big thing here. This is a great all-star game. I mean, I cover the NBA where we're like, well, should we even do the game anymore? Is it so stupid with the Pro Bowl? Like, <laughs> why don't we even do the Pro Bowl? This is great. You Sabonero's love the format, right? You think you I want to see Cheska Moscow. That's right. Or, or, the format to me yeah. works. Though this was the most lopsided result. Frank, if you think Arsenal is one of the best in the world, I should have given you 20 points in the first segment of the show and then docked you all the points by the end to lose at the end. <laughs> but we're not doing that. Isola, 30 seconds, please. All right, I'm not going to give you a stay off my lawn rant. I'm going to give you a stay off my sidewalk rant, and I'm talking to everybody that owns one of those fancy smancy electric bikes. <laughs> Couple of rules. Number one, a helmet. That's for you. It. Use it. Number two, the stop sign. That's for you. Use it. Number three, the sidewalk. <laughs> That's for me. Stay off of it. You know how many people walking around New York? Slow down. If you slow down, guess what? You might see a famous celebrity like Tony Reale before he gets in the chauffeur limousine. That is a great face. We'll see you tomorrow this around the good. world.